Welcome to Your Brand Amplified, the podcast where we interview marketers, publicists, and brands to learn their stories, what makes them tick, and tips and tricks that make a difference. I am so excited to be highlighting a brand on the show today, and not only a brand, but a brand by a kid entrepreneur whom I recently met today, actually, right before the interview, but I was exposed to her products about a month ago. So Kylie, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So Kylie, tell us about your company, Kylie Creates. How did you decide to start a business? Well, I was seven, almost eight, selling pumpkins door to door so I could give other kids pumpkins during Halloween and not many other kids would. So I went to a pumpkin farm and got a bunch of pumpkins and then knocked on about 400 doors in my neighborhood and sold almost all of them. Oh my gosh. Well, what inspired you to do that? You bought pumpkins so you could sell them so you could give other kids pumpkins? Mm-hmm. Wow. Human interaction too during COVID, which was nice. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. So this was during COVID. What motivated you to want to give back to other kids? I don't really know. I just sort of felt like doing that and I did it. And you did it successfully. mm -hmm. I had um, like little pumpkin, like two or three pumpkins. And I was like, hey, we have some size things. I was joking. I was like, I could go door to door selling these and it actually became a thing. And then during the holidays, I had like a month to set everything up. But then I made candles and then added soaps mm-hmm. a little later. Then now I have your company. <laughs> wow. So you did it to give back. And then you said, okay, now I want to do something else creative. So you mm-hmm. added the candles. Yeah, I was like, I really like this. And I made my holiday scent. Oh, nice. Holiday spice. Okay. That is what I made the second year doing that. But the first year, it started out with just ocean breeze and lavender. Mm. How did you decide what scents you wanted to do for your candles? I looked up some of the like most popular scents. And then I picked like the top two or three that I liked. Mm-hmm. Or just the top two or three in general. It happened to be lavender and one was ocean breeze. So then I, which we already had those scents. So I made a bunch of those and got jars and everything. It tested wicks, went door to door. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you used the same method. You went door to door to sell the candles for the holidays. And then I did that for like two and a half years. And I think this is like third or fourth. I started going to farmer's markets. And last year I did the Renaissance Fair. So that's where you met me. Yeah. And how did you decide to add another thing to your product line with the soaps? The marble candles, right? Yeah. So you went from pumpkins to candles and then to soaps. Pumpkins, candles, candles and soaps. Then I wanted to add something else for the Renaissance Fair just in case. (laughs) And I was like, hey, I like this idea. We could make marbles. And it started out in a jar and it ended up being a pillar. Oh, okay. I know a question a lot of people will have is how did you fund your business? Well, I went door to door with the pumpkins originally, like I said earlier, but I had the couple pumpkins. I sold that like 30 times and paid for all of the like candles, the other pumpkins, soap things. So when you went door to door initially, you didn't have all the pumpkins with you. You said, hey, do you want to buy pumpkin? And then you got people's orders and their money. I had my dad writing down all the addresses and everything. And we went like down every street again. So let's call that 800 doors that I knocked on just 
double it. Mm-hmm. But the times I went back and I had to say hello and I got like every single person their bumpkin back. Oh my gosh. Amazing. And then you just use that money to continue investing in your business. Mm-hmm. So you didn't get any outside funding. I mean, I know in the grown up world, we're always looking at, can we fund it ourselves? Do we have to get a credit card? Do we have to get a loan? I didn't need a loan. Yeah. You just did. And you didn't even have to get a loan from the bank of dad or mom. You just said, well, this is what I want to da- do. My dad got the truck to get there. I can't <laughs> rent the truck. I'm not legally allowed. Yeah. <laughs> that is one thing age does stop you buying things. Yeah. Which does make sense. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But that is really cool. And that shows that when you put your mind to it, you really can do anything. Mm-hmm. So you've been in business now for almost four years, you said? Four years. Yeah, four years. Yeah. Very nice. And part of what your message is, is about empowering yourself and also empowering other kids. So what are some of the ways that you do that? I donate 20% of my profits to the Malala Daughter Work Fund that helps educate girls in Afghanistan so they learn and not like get to the end of primary school and go, hey, yeah, no, you're a house child wife now, maybe. (laughs) It's not fair. Yeah. What inspired you to choose Malala Foundation? I heard about them and I never thought it was really fair that they got like no education after primary elementary school and then either got sold off at 12 to like someone else and got married or whatever and never really learned anything. And I went and looked up organizations that helped that and some were like led by men. And I'm like, I don't trust that. And then I found this this one. I'm like, hey, (laughs) that one works. And I've also heard a lot before about Malala. And I was like, okay, that's the simple way I chose that. What I love about that is in the adult world, brands are always so concerned with making sure they have a give back component right? Not every brand or company starts out giving back to charity right away. And you're putting that into your company from the very beginning. And that is something that consumers love to see. I know that when I came to your booth at the Renaissance Fair, I loved hearing about your give back and what you did. And then I even remember that your dad found out that I am a college professor and that I have a nonprofit that also helps keep kids in school. And so he's like, oh, you get a free soap for that. You get a free soap for that. (laughs) So how do you decide on the soaps? Because you talked a little bit about how you choose the candle scents, but and then all of your soaps are named after different jewels. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was really little and my dad, I inspired him to make the idea because I really love gems and crystals. And he was like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to make a gem soap with Kylie. And then it ended up being like he made sense for them and everything. And then it turned into a whole line of them. And I took that over and very nice. Sold them. Yes. And you started out making everything at home. Do you still make everything yourself or do you have it like a manufacturing center now? I am currently at my shared factory. Oh, shared factory. Oh, and that's where you're doing the interview from right now. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see where Kylie is and she has a whole bunch of <laughs> candles and soaps behind her. A lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> 13 cents. <laughs> wow. That is a lot. Yeah, like 12, and then one is sold seasonally. Okay. Holiday spice. Very nice. Holiday. (laughs) So what inspires you to continue to be a kidpreneur? Because you could be doing a lot of other things with your time right now. Yeah, but what things? I really just enjoy helping other people and 
having other people learn like the Malala Fund and I want to keep donating to that and going door to door also made a lot of people happy (laughs) and I want to keep other people feeling happy too. Yeah, you've talked about door to door and that's one of your clearly one of your sales and marketing techniques. I actually stopped sort of doing that last year. Okay. (laughs) My knuckles got really, really sore and I was sort of tired. (laughs) (laughs) Too tired. (laughs) Yeah. So how do you do your sales now? Do you mostly sell through your website and at events, like you said, the farmer's market and Renaissance? Farmer's market mainly and the Renaissance fair was a big thing and a yearly thing I'm going to do. But my website is something I want to grow. That is one of my short-term goals is to grow my website and have more sales off of that. Mm -hmm. And I don't need to be right there in front of people saying, hey, (laughs) this is what I do by my stuff. (laughs) What makes your soaps and your candles and your products different than what else is in the market? Well, my soaps are gem bars (laughs) and that I've only seen that one other place and it's like, not the same thing it's not a bar it's usually a little trapezoid or something i don't know and my candles color change oh they do wow tell us about that well all of my scents each have a color like that one's green Mm -hmm. and it will turn into a darker deeper kind of green like a pearlescent shimmer Mm -hmm. like the green unicorn palette but darker a little very okay very cool. So do you plan to keep the company for throughout your schooling and when you're in college and maybe expand to other products? Of course. Mm-hmm. That is my goal. And then I don't need to go and work for someone else ever. Oh, <laughs> so entrepreneur. Yes. Your whole life. I love that. Kylie, how did you come up with the name Kylie Creates? I don't really know. I was young and my dad was trying to help me figure it out. I'm like, okay. I was like, I want that to start with a K. (laughs) He was like trying to think of ideas like how about Kylie Creates? It has your name in it. Personally, now I would not have my name in it Hmm. because then I could like maybe keep it like a generational family business kind of thing. Hmm. And it doesn't say my name. Mm -hmm. There's always time to change that. (laughs) Exactly. Now, One of the things that I know you're very passionate about is being taken seriously as an entrepreneur and not having to wait until you're grown up to be taken seriously. So tell us a little bit about that journey. Did you feel like when you wanted to start your business, you weren't taken seriously? As a kid, I always felt like when I was really little, everyone like did the kind of like high voice baby talk still to me and I was eight. I'm like, this isn't cool. I don't like this. And I wanted to like not have that or like people call me a little kid still and I'm not. <laughs> so I wanted to do something that would say, hey, I am not five. I'm 11. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think is the hardest part about starting a business in your experience? Probably trying to fully like start it up and get people to pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. Because that was a hard part. Like some people just still were like, oh, you're still a child. Don't work hard yet. I'm like, my point is so I don't have to work hard when I'm your age. (laughs) (laughs) Just starting it up in general can be sort of the hard thing. Sometimes I felt like I'm like, I'm just done. I, I don't want to do this right now. But I had to keep going. And where I am now, I'm glad I didn't give up. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, yeah, I'm gonna do this for two years. And that's time. Because that went through my head once. 
happy I didn't. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because I feel that an entrepreneur of any age has that same struggle of, do I keep doing this? Do I give up? Or do I, do keep I pushing make a whole forward? new product? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is going to be your next product? Do you have some ideas that you can share with us? It's not quite a product, but it's like a foundation mm. that I want to help other kids start their business. Oh, their nice. business, And I help them build that up until they can take it on their own. And I'm always there to help them, but I help a bunch of kids make startup businesses. Oh, very cool. So that is my next step to make a, a business inside of a business. That's my next product, business inside of a business that helps children make their own business. Yeah. It's another way of empowering others besides giving back your donations. You're also going to empower other kids, whether it's in the community or you can do it via Zoom, virtually, like we are right now. Yeah. Like if they couldn't, I couldn't come to them if they were too far or we couldn't meet in the location. It'd be like, hey, you have a computer? Let's use it. <laughs> nice. What do you think you're going to study? Are you going to go to college for business? That's what I want to do. But then I have like some side things. Mm -hmm. I don't know, mainly business for sure. But then I sort of don't know if that would be what I want to major in because I'm sort of learning everything now. Yeah. My dad Practical experience. Yeah. <laughs> So that, some art and theater, mm. I really like theater and things like that. Like I'm going to the summer camp for theater arts. So I would want to do something like art, theater arts, and mainly business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you want to use your creative side and your analytical side at the same time. Left and right brain. Exactly. <laughs> Very nice. Is there anything that you want to share with the audience that we haven't talked about with your business? Not necessarily. Just sort of like never give up, keep going, and don't let other people tell you you can't do something because they're only telling themselves they wish they could do that. Wow. That is very profound for an 11 year old, Kylie. So thank you for sharing <laughs> that with us. Now, and if people want to purchase or follow you, they can follow you on social media at Kylie Creates and go to your website, kyliecreates.com. Yep, right, right there. <laughs> Fantastic. And do you have a favorite quote or family motto or words that you live by? One of my family mottos is Taba, think about, bring about. So what you like think about a lot will most likely come up in your life. Mm. And one of my favorite like mottos, stories kind of thing is Albert Einstein was teaching a class and writing down the nines multiplication tables. Mm. And he got everything one through nine. And then he wrote down by accident, nine times 10 is 91. The entire class laughed. And when he got them to quiet down, he said, you all laughed at me. And not one of you congratulated me on getting nine other problems right. Mm. So I take that to heart as like when someone like think about the bigger things in your life that you've done right, not the little things you've done wrong. Wow. That's really inspirational. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. I love the fact that I met you while well, I met your dad selling your products at the Renaissance Fair. And then I was like, I have to have Kylie come on and share her story because you're really going to inspire a lot of people and a lot of kids who want to start businesses or have ideas and even grownups who want to start their own businesses and are scared to. So Kylie, thank you so much for taking some time with me today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And to the audience, thank you for listening to another episode of Your Brand Amplified. I hope that Kylie 
has served as inspirational for you as she has for me. And you'll be able to find all of the information to follow her in the show notes. Until next time. Want more? Check out AmplifyWithAnnika.com or follow me on socials at AmplifyWithAnnika.com.